The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of the Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. No, definitely. <laughs> no, no, no. The zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a joke, Dave. Dave, Dave smells like nougat. Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. Alright, welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. As always, we are sponsored by the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You could have been there Saturday, Andrew, and it would have made the heartbreaking LSU loss a little bit easier to take. Because you could have had 136 draft beers, you could have had something from their awesome menu. You you could have seen them lose on a 50-foot TV. My heart wasn't broken. They did uh, just dump truck Auburn. I don't know if you saw that. I did not. They did. That's... That's good. My they're, heart is just they're, on, they're on pace. They're on pace to be a ten seed. Yep. Yay! Um, so just the, get in. Just the, get in. Just get that, in. That's all I really yeah. want this year. They're they're entertaining. I think they're you know the and, and if they get in, you can go to the Pelican House, watch it. They got LSU baseball gonna be starting up soon. The Pelican House, they're awesome. Go there. Twenty five seventy two City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You should support them because they see the thing, the thing us. about the thing about LSU basketball is you know they're not making the tournament next year, so. Whatever they do this year is going to have to hold us off, hold us over for two years minimum. Yeah. So they got to make it this year. Yeah, like and it, it, because if they don't make it this year, Johnny Jones, because they won't make it next year, he, he might get fired. Yeah. But if they make it, but if they make it this year and then they like squeeze into the NIT next year, he's good. Like, did you guys did, did you guys go to LSU? Did either of you guys go to? LSU? <laughs> I did. I went to Was- Washington and Lee. <laughs> oh. Ever heard but of it? Ralph, you, yeah, I have. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You and, like, three other people in Louisiana. No, there's – no, I, I see, like, Washington and Lee decals on people's cars uptown here. They has, it has, like, that, that like, uh, the W that kind of looks like a like, – Swastika? No. It's okay, you can say it. It doesn't look like a swastika. It looks like um, – Poseidon's like trident thing. Yeah, yeah, it does look like. In fact, they <laughs> yeah. call it the trident. The, yeah, there the, you go. The trident. No, I went to LSU. Class of okay. class of '99. Old man, uh, I, I graduated am, high school in '99. I am. Fucking, yeah, me too. I am old. So, um, did you go to high school in New Orleans or New York? No, no, New York. That's what I thought. So the Saints actually. Had a little bit of news right before the show, which is rare for them. Usually, they they break news after the show. Uh, they're bringing they're bringing Rob Ryan back. No, just just kidding. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, they announced Dan Campbell, Peter Gunter, Aaron Glenn, Joe Lombardi, who we all knew, but Ronald Curry, uh, name from the past. Did he? 
Andrew, you know him as a Raider receiver. I didn't know who yeah. the hell. I, 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 when I think Curry, I think a basketball player. Uh, I think Curry. I think Indian food. <laughs> Peter, you don't like Indian food? Peter Gunter, he was it's the defensive. Okay, I'm not a big fan of Curry. Apparently, it's really good for Alzheimer's, though. So if you have that in your, uh, there's, there's your health, there's your health tip of the week. <laughs> Uh, so, um, this you have that what, do, what, do, what, do, what do Alan Garden breadsticks cure? <laughs> Not obesity. Yeah. Uh, constipation? Yeah. <laughs> Lord. Um, so, this, the coach, and they announced um, Dennis Allen is, is going to be defensive coordinator, which we, everybody pretty much knew. Uh, so, the staff is settled in. Um, you know. We feel good about the staff, right? Whatever. Yeah, I mean, I would, I, have, I would have liked to have seen them bring Curtis Johnson back uh, as a wide receiver coach. He's gonna be, he. I feel like Curtis Johnson's just gonna wait a year for that Tulane, that sweet, sweet Tulane money to keep rolling in, and then he's gonna go somewhere and be like a recruiting coordinator for a big time college. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Um. So this Super Bowl is uh, this week. Uh, Andrew, of course we don't want Carolina to win. No. Um, but before we get to uh, prediction, predictions and, and that sort of thing, um, I find it – I do – the thing about Carolina <coughs> it does give me – it does give me hope is they their cap situation was a disaster. And they sort of got out of it really quick. Um, you know – and they did it really quickly, Andrew. They just had a couple of good drafts, and they they still have their their cap is still kind of a mess, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, look, anytime you invest in a quarterback in a hundred million dollar contract, it's only a matter of time. And when you <laughs> have all... success, you have to start paying guys one by one. I mean, you're kind of seeing it with Seattle already. Yeah. You know, the end is already. Kind of God, the end can't come fast enough for them. Jesus, yeah. God. Yeah, I mean, you can tell there's already issues, and, you know, they had the Cam Chancellor thing, and that's only going to get worse, and so he's yeah. probably going to leave. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, Carolina's next up. Yeah. Uh, at least they're having success. You know, at least it's not like Atlanta where you pay a quarterback $100 million and you don't have any wins. No, I mean, at, at, I will say this, and look, at least Carolina, Dave, they did punch their ticket. I mean, they got home field. And they mm-hmm. punched their ticket to the Super Bowl. The Saints did the same thing in 09. They got home <laughs> field. They punched their ticket to the Super Bowl. Atlanta had home field twice in the last, what, seven years, and they didn't get no Super Bowl. Two points. Two points. Um, was that at home that they only scored two points? No, it was on the road. It was against the Giants. Okay. It was um, It was against the Giants, but I didn't know whether it was in New York. Or... It was 2011, right? It was the year the, the Saints. The year the one the Giants won the Super Bowl. No, yeah, the, it was it was the year the Saints beat uh, beat Detroit, and then the Atlanta played that Sunday morning, right? And they yeah, yeah. Right. and they scored two points because I was driving back and I was like giggling the whole way. Well, the two times the they had home field, they lost once to Green. in the first game to the Packers. Yeah, and then the next time they won a game, right? Yeah, they beat. And they Seattle lost in the barely. NFC Championship after having like a seventeen point lead, right? Yeah. Then they blow a big lead. Yeah, yeah, biggest b- biggest blown lead in the history. The Falcons went to the end. NFC Championship game? I've yeah. already forgotten the about Falcons, that. The Falcons went to the Super Bowl once. They did. They they got housed by the Broncos, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh. John Elway. 
Yeah. Good for something. <laughs> um, so, I mean, <coughs> this game, I want to root super hard against Carolina, and I probably will, but I have this weird soft spot for Roman Harper. I don't know why that is. But I just feel like Roman Harper is going to... Why do you not know why? He played for the Saints. Well, yeah, but... There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Help the team win a Super Bowl. Yeah, but I mean, I guess I have a... I have a but he also helped us potentially lose a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I, I'm, e- I'm easier on him than a lot of Saints fans, and I just feel like he's going to do something spectacular and in the Super Bowl, and there's going to be a huge argument on Twitter among Saints fans. There's going to be the, well, we shouldn't have let him go, and then there'll be the, dude, he's Roman Harper. He wasn't that good. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we I think we obviously have a revisionist history when it comes to Roman Harper. I, I think probably the reason that you still have respect for him and still like him and are still willing to root for him, um, and, and I think I'm probably the same way as you, Ralph, um, but I, I think the reason for that is probably the same reason that despite Jason David being so terrible, <laughs> um, we still, as, as a person... Uh, as a as a as a just a straight up dude, um, we still yeah. have respect for him. I mean, I, Roman Harper was always a, a, a stand up guy. He's always he was always a nice guy. He he still calls into to WWL and, and does interviews with Bobby and Deke um, whenever the Panthers play the play the Saints. And um, I mean, he, he never did anything wrong off of the football field. He, he was part, from. I don't know how he, he was. He was a model. He really was a model. Yeah, and and, and 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 of course he played for Alabama. So there are some people in in Louisiana uh, who did go to I, Alabama. And I didn't. To Alabama. I didn't watch Media Day because the NFL stupidly put it on at night. Who the hell does that? So I didn't watch any of it. But on 2009, when they used to do Media Day during the day, uh, Roman Harper 
because you know it was the Saints in the Super Bowl, so of course I'm watching the live stream at work. Roman Harper was tremendous during media day. They only had like four people around him, but he was talking about his gray hair. He how he went gray when he was nine, and yeah, I mean he was just he was just tremendous. But wait, you're exaggerating nine, really? I mean, no, that's what he said. He said he started going gray when he was nine years old. Wow, that's wild. And he and he he thought about coloring it and all kinds of stuff, but so basically, that must have been kind of rough, like in high school. Yeah. High school kids can be brutal. Like when you got the like you got a gray patch of hair, yeah. Yeah. I, I had a fraternity brother in college who, you know, so eighteen, nineteen, he was full on gray, and <laughs> I, I saw him recently, and he, it's full white now. Oh my! Yeah. It's like, mean, he's, like, he's, he's, he's actually like, a year younger than me. Like so Peter, Gra- like Peter Graves, white, like Leslie. Yeah, yeah, like old man, like eighty-year-old white. <laughs> Like, it, it's unbelievable. Like, I guess Roman Harper has the same thing. It's just insane. My, my son was born, came out of the, my, the birth canal with, like, these two or three wiry gray hairs, like, in the center back of his head that he's no had his way. entire life. It's really weird. I, I, I think it's kind of like a birthmark thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got, like, these three or four, like, wiry gray hairs, right? center back of his of his head that's kind of uh, cool. and i think it's kind of like a birthmark mark kind of kind of thing but uh look as, as a baldy i would take gray any day of the week uh over not having hair yeah, yeah dave you're a little prematurely uh missing some hair there <laughs> yeah yeah I, I started losing my hair when i was like my brother lost like all of his hair but i'm still good at like 30 Nine. I'll be forty in March. Yeah, I'm, I'm hanging. I mean, honestly, on, I'm married. I have two kids. What does it matter anymore, anyway? So it's, like, it's less you have to deal with, comb, wash. You don't give. Fun. You just don't give a shit about your appearance. You're just eating gummy worms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going to Olive Garden. Yeah. Well, no, not Olive Garden. I go to much better restaurants uh, and still eat whatever I want. No. So yeah, real, I mean, real quick about Roman Harper. What's the advantage of being married. If you're not gonna yeah, let yeah, go. no, you're right. So, real quick about Roman Harper, the one thing I want to say is I feel like most Saints fans. I mean, maybe I'm just interacting with the ones on Twitter that are actually educated, but I feel like most Saints. Wait fans, a minute, fans on Twitter that are educated, those two do not go hand. Yeah, okay, fair enough, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think most Saints fans have a good grip on Harper. They're like he's an older player. He's he was never that good. He's not that good now. He's just on a defense, and he has a lot of players around him that are really, really good. And yeah, that's probably true. I, I actually think Carolina is a perfect fit for him because he's got all that talent around him, and they really utilize his character, his locker room presence, his <coughs> leadership. And I think so often having guys like that in your locker room is vastly underrated. And I think if you you know, rewind back to the Saints last year, that's what they were sorely missing is they unloaded so many of those guys and they were left with a really young roster that didn't have the leadership of Roman Harper. They really suffered from it. So, um, yeah, like you said, Dave, I know you've met him before and I mean, I, I've talked to him briefly a couple of times and he, he's just the classiest, most stand-up guy. I mean, I put him on a short list in the Sean Payton era. I'd put him in the top five, top 10 of just most approachable, kind, nice guys on the Saints. You know, and, and the, and the thing about how Roman, can you not root for a guy like the that? The thing about Roman Harper is he is just a solid, above average 
NFL player that does some things really well and some things really terrible. Yeah. And but I think if you look at the entirety of his career, I mean, two Pro Bowls. This will be his second Super Bowl with two different teams. I realize that's a function of team success, not his performance. But you know, he had a seven sack season, second round draft pick. I mean, I think you add all that up together, and he's had what I would consider a way above average NFL career. He's yeah. certainly not a Hall of Famer, but a very, very good player. Yeah. Um, the one thing I want to other the other thing I want to get to before we get to Super Bowl picks and some Twitter questions is Andrew. I was talking to you. Uh, was it last week sometime or? Yeah. And you are a, you are a, a officially a convert. And are joining the Trade Down Association, headlined <laughs> by President Kevin Held. Explain why you are joining the trade. You are officially 100% converted over to our side of the Trade Down. Yeah. Now Kevin, Kevin's not here to defend himself. Now I don't want him worrying that you know in his absence I'm planning a coup d'état. Or anything. No, no, he's no. Still, he's still very much the well, president. Uh, but right, I, I, and first I, of all, if he's the president, I'm vice president. I've always yeah. been on that bag when I get Yeah, so I might be if the you want to get on board, you got to be like secretary or something. Yeah, I'll be the secretary or the treasurer. Um, that's fine. Uh, but I'm on the I'm on the train, baby. Uh, no, I mean, as I look at this draft, you know, and we, we've talked about this at length, Ralph, but I just think accruing picks, the bottom line is, especially now in this era with all the simulated draft stuff and technology where you can watch – uh, tape of these players on YouTube, and there's just more access than ever for your average fan. So we're, and, and I'm guilty of this. We all are. I, I, that we're all draft experts, and yeah. everyone thinks they know what's best for the Saints. But the bottom line is, if the teams aren't getting it right, then we definitely would not be getting it right in their position. And the reality is, you just don't know. You can't predict injury. You can't predict poor fit. You you just you you can do enough to educate yourself and and give yourself the best chance of hitting, but the the reality is most of the time we just don't know. Yeah. And so based on that, I, I just I, I've seen enough drafts. I've been an NFL fan for long enough. I've seen the way Seattle, San Francisco. Now San Francisco has had some troubles lately, but I, if you look at the last years of really leading up to these last year or two. Uh, or re- leading up to this last year, they've had a tremendous amount and, of success. And New they, England they, Patriots have s- sustained this, and, this method for 10 years. And the bottom line is, yeah, those teams might have had draft picks, a lot of them, but they had so many that the bad ones were outweighed by the yeah, few good ones. Yeah, that's they the thing. Had. San Francisco, they, they picked Aurelius Ben, I think, in the first round, and he was a train wreck. But, it, yeah, but they don't suffer from it. It doesn't matter because right. they have 10 picks. And right. here's the thing, and then I'm going to harp on uh, all offseason, and, and I've, I already was fighting with people this week on Twitter. And here's the thing is, uh, if you can accrue as many picks in the top 120, which is about four rounds, you're better off. And the thing is, one guy is not fixing whatever's wrong with the Saints. No. And the thing is with fans is – like no matter what. No yeah. matter what. No matter who it is. I don't care if it's J.J. fucking Watt. It's not – It's not. It's, well, it's a, but, but J.J. A JJ Watt, he was really good as a rookie, but he wasn't a megastar. Like there's – like – and here's the thing. The odds of getting J.J. Watt are like what? Once in a lifetime. Yeah. So the problem is is fans get – they watch YouTube clips, and I'm guilty of it. You, you lock in on one player, and I was arguing with a bunch of people this week. They're like, well – 
I don't care if you trade all the picks and you can solve and you can get the top defensive tackle, you can get the top pass rusher and you can get a defensive tackle. You solve your two biggest needs. So what if you get give up the picks? It's a crapshoot anyway. I'm like, but then you bet you're betting it. You're betting it all on two guys instead of. You know, why can't you fix your pass rushing instead of getting the, the 12th best guy and the 15th best guy? Why can't you get the third, the fourth best defensive tackle, the seventh yep. best outside linebacker and fill your needs and have more picks? It's just because it's a total crapshoot, Andrew, if I get if I give you a bag and I say there is a there's J.J. Watt in this bag. You get one shot of it. You have one shot of 100. Or I give you another bag and I say, Andrew, you get five picks out of this bag, but the best you're going to do is Roman Harper. But there's a 60% chance of you getting a Roman Harper quality player. What bag do you pick out of? The the five choices. Yeah, and I just – I think More guys. Give me you know, more guys, you more know, bodies. The, the issue with the Saints, see, you look at the roster right now, and depth is just a major issue. So if you were to tell me that I could have five players and one of them is going to get hurt and one of them is going to be trash heap, but three of them are going to be guys that make the roster and will serve some purpose, some meaningful, positive purpose on the team, or I could just have one starter, <laughs> full-time starter, I would take the three guys. And that that's just the reality of – you know, I, I want Miles Jack just as bad as anyone, but you, know, you mentioned locking in on one player. That's the philosophy that the Saints had the offseason they picked up Jarris Bird. And that's the problem. When a guy like that, you invest that kind of money and he doesn't deliver, you're left with not much behind him, and you, you, he's sorely missed when he's gone. And Here. so I, I just think in hindsight now you look at the Saints, they, they don't have that depth. Yeah. They, well, They're I mean, not one player. You don't away. want – the problem for the Saints is – we make Daniel Ellerby out to be this, like, when he played, the defense was fantastic. You know, the problem wasn't that Daniel Ellerby was good. The problem was when he got hurt, it's, it's you, went from, you, you went from Daniel Ellerby to it's Michael Denell. It's Denell. not Daniel, goddammit. <laughs> I have a name, Tim. Daniel Ellerby. Just, just say Ellerby, please. Ellerby. Ellerby. <laughs> He doesn't know he's saying it wrong, so he doesn't know to just avoid it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm actually doing something else. Anyway. Yeah, I was I was on the uh, I was on uh, ESPN today, ESPN Radio, doing. Uh, just, I have a Tuesday spot in, in Ruston, Louisiana, and um, they. Uh, I found myself in the middle of the 15-minute segment uh, talking about kickers and realizing very quickly that I didn't know how to pronounce them. So, <laughs> so I basically just named the school. I was like the kicker from Florida State, the kicker from Duke. Nice. That's that's why you're a professional. Well, I couldn't I couldn't be sounding like Ralph. No, yeah, no one can. Well, maybe if people you would, don't want that. Maybe if people would donate, I could get pronunciation lessons. Yeah, I don't think it would help. No, but the the the, the quality drops from Ellerby to Michael Maudie, and that's like off a cliff. If it dropped from Ellerby to like a fourth round pick who was functional, Beyond Jones, baby. Yeah, um, Dave. Here's a question that I got in another Twitter fight with somebody, and my argument was. They're like, if you get one Pro Bowl player or one Hall of Fame player, that means the draft is successful. And I told him, I said, I don't care if Brandon Cooks goes to the Hall of Fame. The 2014 draft was a garbage can. <laughs> Am I correct? 
Uh, yeah, you're correct, and and I don't I don't think that I don't think that that the judge of a good draft class is getting one all pro guy um, and just and pissing away the rest of it. Um, and they you know, did it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and you and Andrew just touched on it. You know, obviously I think we would all take, um, we'd all take a few quality guys or a handful of quality, you know, guys over, uh, one guaranteed uh, amazing talent or whatever, unless you're talking about QB. I mean, that's, that's different. Yeah. That's um, different. Obvious. But, uh, yeah. You know, I, I think we're all in agreement here, and then I think well, the best e- the best example of it is 2006. We all view that as the greatest draft class in the history of the Saints, right? And the first round pick with Reggie Bush wasn't even that good, right? Yeah, and, and, and it was and, pretty and, good, and, but but Reggie right. Bush ended up being like the the fourth best player for the Saints out of that class. Yeah, and and for picking him number two and giving him like fifty million dollars, it wasn't you know. Yeah. yeah, and and I and I think we're all hoping that uh, that this past draft class from 2015 that just finished their rookie season. I mean, I think we're all kind of hoping that that this draft class is more in line with that 2006 draft class than uh, just about any other. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know I'm, if I'm, that's going to end up being a great not, draft class. Well, I mean, no, I'm, not we'll saying, see. I'm not saying I'm not saying that it's going to be a great draft class. I'm saying I think we all ideally would hope that that's what happens and i and i feel like uh this recent draft class has the best chance of any um, definitely and here's, well, well you know you know it's a good start dave class. you know it's a good start they're all on the freaking <laughs> roster well no starting yeah. training camp well here's the thing though yeah, andrew the, the 2014 the draft right. they all made the roster but the, the thing that i think separates 2015 and no, gives me a lot no, of hope did not well, Ronald Powell made it, no, right? No, no. Kari Fort was cut after like two days. They did yeah. not make the team. Well, no. Yeah, I mean, he made the opening day roster, though, right? Corey. Did he? Yeah, he did. He he was on for like two weeks. Ronald Powell yeah, okay, made okay. the roster. Like, yeah, that's fair. Like the thing that separates 2015, Andrew, is they're playing. Like you knew, you, we all knew, and I would, and I, me and you would argue with people on Twitter about. Stanley Jean Baptiste. They say, "Look, well, he's like he's like Keenan Lewis for Pittsburgh. Keenan Lewis didn't play his first couple of years." I'm like, "Yeah, but Pittsburgh didn't have a dying, desperate need at corner, and they weren't playing undrafted free agents." No, overall. that their corner, they were very deep at that position. Yeah. So, but the yeah. thing is, like all these rookies for the Saints, I don't know if, if Davison is any good. At, but you know what? The Saints were desperate at defensive tackle, and he was playing. Right. And, yeah. And, the re- you know? and that's exactly. The, the reason all these guys are, are getting playing time is because the roster isn't very deep whatsoever. But, um, you know, hopefully next year the roster will be deeper and it's going to be a little bit more of a challenge for these guys to get on the field. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see. I just I, – Andrew, their history says they're not going to trade down. The best you can hope for no. is that they don't trade up. Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> Well, that's that's what I'm worried about. I'm I'm panicked that they're gonna lock in on Miles Jack and be like, oh man, he, he, he if we don't if we don't jump up to nine, the, the Giants are gonna take him at ten. Ah, uh, mortgage a third round pick. Let's go. Let's get him. I, yeah. I mean, I just wait wait to twelve, and if you don't have the guy you want at twelve, then trade down. Yeah. Have they ever traded down in the first round under? Never. No. No, they. I think they've traded down. I believe it's like three times 
in Sean Payton era, and it was all like later picks. Yeah, they traded down in the second round in oh. Three because I worked the draft, but I think that's it. Yeah, but that wasn't Peyton. Yeah, so I just—that's the thing. I just—I don't—I don't see them. I don't see them trading down unless unless Ireland can. Now that he's been there a long time, maybe he can talk him into. It, but he's not really a trade down guy either. He's yeah. not. But if you listen to clips from last year, um, you know that Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis talked about being in the room, and they said that. Jeff was a good voice because, you know, their tendency was to overreact and be aggressive. And he was like, reminded them to kind of let the draft come to them. Yeah. Um, so, so hopefully, he, hopefully they can keep doing that. Hopefully. Hmm. Uh, uh, so because that's what, that's what happens. You give up a third round pick to go get miles Jack. Then you don't have one. Then he gets injured. And man, you really wish you had had that third round pick to bolster your depth. Yeah, I mean, there's a re- New, New England's had the most picks over the last five or six years, and the Saints have had either the fewest or the second fewest. Yeah. Um. All right, it's time for it's time for Super Bowl picks. Uh, Andrew, do you care to venture a Super Bowl? Prediction? Yeah, I mean, I think both defenses are outstanding, and I think Denver at times may make Cam Newton look a little silly. I think Cam Newton has uh, really improved his play in the second half of the season and is a deserving MVP, and he's been lights out in the playoffs. Uh, but I think Den- he hasn't really faced a defense of that caliber, um, and I think the Broncos are, are going to play them very well. Um, ultimately, I just think Sean—I mean Sean Payton. Peyton Manning's a, a shell of his former self, and I think he's going to be terrible. I think the car, the Panthers are absolutely going to eat him alive. Um, we may even see a QB replacement at halftime. Ooh, that one. And way. it's going to be that bad. And I think it will be low scoring, but it's going to be like 24 to 3. Like the game will never really be that close, and you'll fun, never really feel like the, the Broncos fun, have a chance. Fun trivia, the last Super Bowl team, I think, to make a quarterback switch, not because of injury, was the Denver Broncos in the 1977 Super Bowl or 78 Super Bowl against Dallas where they turned the ball over like eight times. Who was their quarterback? They had Craig Mortensen. Craig Morton to start, and then they put in Noel, Noel Reese or Weiss. He's an LSU quarterback. They put him in in the second half. God, how do you know this? Because I don't have a life, really, and I just I watched all the Super Bowl videos when they used to be on ESPN, the two weeks between the Super Bowl. Like I, I, I fancy myself knowing football history, but I that lo- was way over I my love, head. love, love the NFL films. Super Bowl 30 minute videos like I love them like the Saints being in the Super Bowl being able yeah, to have that NFL films like my son knows Star Wars. yeah like like the Saints ha- having the 30 minute video is like the one of the one of my favorite things about the Saints winning the Super Bowl from because now until the time that I die that video will be on when the Super Bowl comes around it'll be That's on beautiful it'll be on some sort of some sometime at a weird time. It'll, uh, you'll put it on and it'll be like, yeah, the Saints won the Super Bowl. Like, um, and I just, I've probably seen each of the forty-nine Super Bowl videos, Andrew. I, I crap you not, at least each one like ten times. Yeah. Wait, you did know, you read that in, article? In hindsight, uh, go ahead. Did you read that article about the guy that owns Super Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> your boy wants a million. <laughs> your boy wants a million dollars from the NFL. The NFL offered him thirty-five grand. <laughs> If I'm him, dude, I'm 
I'm I'm breaking the tape with a sledgehammer before I'm selling. I'm giving it yeah. thirty five grand. I gotta say, I'm really glad that uh, that Darren Sharper didn't have any uh, memorable plays in the Super Bowl. No kid, good lord. It's no. nice that you can watch that game. He, if you watch the season DVD, obviously he's littered all over it, and he was a beast. But at least in the Super Bowl, if you kind of skip the season or you just see a show about that game, you don't have to be reminded as much that he was such a pivotal part of the yeah. team. <laughs> Oh Lord! And the thing is, he really wasn't a pivotal part of the team the second half of the year. Like his knee, something ha- his his knee started to give out, yeah. and he wasn't nearly the player. Uh, that he, he was. had a he had a big pick late in the year. He he still, and I think yeah, he had a turnover in the playoffs. He did he had a fumble a, recovery. He had a fumble recovery. Yeah, but, but he uh, wasn't like he wasn't like the pick six machine. No, no, he wasn't gangbusters like the first eight weeks. Oh, I mean, I, I don't know if you remember, like the first eight weeks of the season, he was getting MVP talk. Yeah. Um. So. Dave, what do you think? How do you think the Super Bowl is going to go? Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I think Denver has got the better defense, and uh, defense wins championships. But I, I, I just feel like uh, the Panthers uh, are a cohesive team. They've got a complete pack, and. Uh, I just, I honestly think they're the better team. So, um, I think it'll be a close game. I think when you have two teams with, with great defenses, uh, it's always a close game. Um, but, uh, but I think the Panthers win, unfortunately. I think, here's my thing with Peyton Manning. I think Peyton Manning is like, when I was in, when I was in college, my dad used to have this old white pickup truck that had a pipe rack, and it was fun to drive, but it, you could not go over 60 miles an hour. If you went over 60 miles an hour, it started to shake, and it would overheat. Uh, I think Peyton Manning is like that. Tr- no, seriously, I think Peyton Manning is like that truck. And when he played in the AFC Championship against the, the Patriots, they were never behind by more than, like, three points. And he never was in a position where you were like, oh, my God, New England's up 13-3. to Peyton Manning better get the ball, and he better drive down. He better get a, a field goal or a touchdown right now. And I just feel like... In the Super Bowl in the first half, Carolina is going to jump up like 14-3. to And it's going to be like, oh, my God, Peyton Manning, you better make a play. And he's going to press. And the interceptions are going to flow like water. And it's going to get out of hand. And I'm going to say it's going to be 38-13. to And it's going to be – unfortunately, Andrew, it's going to be a lot of Cam Newton smiling, Superman, um, all that nonsense. Um, hopefully the only thing that will make it a little less miserable is – Roman Harper getting a pick six. I, I feel like the Panthers winning the Super Bowl is a formality. Like I, I feel like Cam, Cam Newton's already ready to do his whole media circus tour of you know smiling on camera and talking to Conan and Letterman and doing all that stuff wearing ridiculous outfits. Like I, I feel like that's already all been booked. Do you the, think the Super Bowl is like a formality? Do you will you guys be stunned if Denver wins? Stunned. I'd be surprised. I, I'll be. I'll be really, really surprised. I just, I just think Carolina. I'd be happier. Carolina's one. I'd, I'd say, I'd be happy for for Manning to get one. It's not that. I, it's not that I think. Yeah, I mean, I want Denver to win absolutely, yeah. but it's not that. It's not that I don't think. I mean, it's not that I think Denver's bad. Obviously, they they've gotten to this point and they were very good in the AFC. But I just look at both teams and top to bottom, Carolina is just awesome. 
offense, defense, and special teams, they're very good in all departments. They're a complete football team. They remind me of the Saints in 2009. I think if – Denver is not a complete football team. If if Denver's quarterback – if they had the same quality of quarterback, Andrew, that they have now, but the name of the quarterback wasn't Peyton Manning, if it was uh, Jay Cutler, I think Carolina would be an 11-point favorite. I think people are holding on to this Peyton Manning X-Factor thing when the reality is he was one of the worst starters in the NFL this year. Maybe you could – He might. you might say he's one of the worst or the worst. Uh, yeah, I mean the worst. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. He was probably better than Brandon Whedon. All right, so we've all picked Carolina, unfortunately. But the fun part of the Super Bowl is prop bet. So uh, – Will Peyton Manning be seen crying at any point during the entire broadcast? <laughs> yes, plus 600, no, minus 1,200. Uh, if Steph Curry is shown on the TV broadcast, what will he be wearing? Carolina jersey, Steph Curry customized, Carolina jersey, no jersey, Cam Newton jersey. Uh, this is my favorite. Will Mike Carney, will Mike Carey be wrong about a challenge? <laughs> Well, that's easy money right there. Yes is plus uh, plus one ten. No is minus a dollar fifty. Um, what was the Trump one? Uh, I didn't. S- Where are you getting these from? From I'm getting from your from your fine website. The Trump one is like all the way down at the bottom. Right Wait, is porn site? Yeah, it's porn site. <laughs> uh, it, did you did you like, guys see uh, Conan O'Brien asking? Breeze, if on the sidelines when he looks at the yeah. tablet, if if he was looking at porn, he should have said, "Yeah, man, <laughs> oh, I go to man, I, I lost it." Yeah, man, I go to Bang that Bus. That would have been the best joke ever. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Conan, Big Mouth Pizza. What do you think? <laughs> I don't see the Trump one. It's it's um it's it's with the, all the other cross sport. Oh, the cross. It's it's considered a cross sport prop. Okay. I don't remember what it was. It was. Uh, Exact cross-sport prop. Let's see. Uh, okay. Uh, Trump percentage points in the New Hampshire primary or total points scored by the winning team in the Super Bowl? What will be higher? I don't know. After after Iowa, it's, you know, it's looking like uh, might not, not might not be so high in New Hampshire. I don't know, man. It, you think Trump's in like the mid-30s in New Hampshire. So if he gets to like 40, man – you think Carolina or Denver? Denver's not getting to forty for damn sure. I don't know if Carolina can get to forty. That's not on that defense. Here's a fun. Here's a fun prop bet that I made up, Andrew. What will be higher, the winning team's score or the 2016 total wins for the Pelicans? Ooh. Oh man. They're at 18 now. Yeah, I. I've I think I'm going to say the the former because, you know, at some point the Pelicans are going to realize they're not making the playoffs and they're going to start tanking. Yeah. So if the Pelicans only... they were like three spots away from... Dave. They're like... Come come on, man. There is no point in getting the eighth seed in the West because Golden State will bludgeon them over the head. Golden State bludgeoned them last year and 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 the Pelicans were so much better last year. Um, let's see, uh, uh, what, 
are the odds the Carolina Panthers will win the 2016 Super Bowl and the Golden State Warriors will win the 2016 NBA title? Yes, 2-1. to one. Oh, wow. Yeah. What will be higher, DeMarcus Cousins points and rebounds or Cam Newton rushing yards? Hmm. Uh, I, I love all the cross. I'll go with DeMarcus for sure. Here's a fun one. Cross sports props. What will be higher? Tiger Woods first round score at the 2016 Masters or Emmanuel Sanders receiving yards? Hmm. That's a tough one. That's tough. I would say I would I don't know Tiger Woods is kind of broke old and broke down, um, so I mean for Super Bowl do, do either one of you th- like throw a big major Super Bowl party or go to one? No. Before well, I mean kids, here in sure. here in here in New Orleans Super Bowl Sunday is Bacchus Sunday. Oh yeah, that's right. So is um, that every year or just this no, year? No, no, I mean, it, it just depends, depends on when Mardi Gras falls. But uh, actually, I actually used to live on Napoleon Avenue on the parade route and on the actual side that the parade runs. And oh, I wow. had a um, – it was part of like an eightplex, a very weird building that you've probably never noticed if you've ever driven down. Wait, 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 Dave, Dave. Dave, we have breaking news. What? We have breaking Saints news during the podcast. Are you serious? I am serious. The what? Saints have signed Eric Harris of the CFL. <laughs> <laughs> Former teammate of Delvin Bro. Yeah, yeah. So, have the Saints signed uh, the the Canadian uh, Ricky Jackson? Yes. Probably. Definitely. Marcus Ball wants a word. <laughs> uh, but I'm, you know, whenever the Saints. Wait, is Marcus Ball on the Panthers still? I think he might be. Oh, you need to look that up right now. Yeah. Let's see. Anyway, wait, so I was in, in the middle of my story. Yeah. So anyway, and I used to have a fenced-in patio right there, right yep, next to the sidewalk. Yep, he's still in the Panthers, Andrew. Go ahead, Dave. On, uh, on the parade route, and I lived there the last time that the Super Bowl fell on Bacchus Sunday, which was was um, when the Giants, it was David Tyree's helmet catch, the Giants and the Patriots. And so I had a, a big flat-screen TV set up outside on my patio, um, and we were able to watch the game and the parade simultaneously at the same time. It was it was awesome. It was like one of the best days ever. Yeah. Hmm. So, Dave, were you a Giants fan growing up? No, no, no. I didn't even like football. <laughs> <laughs> I actually kind of randomly I actually kind of randomly liked the Packers and like Brett Favre. Oh. For a couple of years, randomly. I, I, I like was Brett like Favre. Ten as a kid. So. So, Actually, the only Super Bowl I ever attended was Packers Patriots. Brett Favre's only Super Bowl win in New Orleans. Yeah, oh. yeah. The only Super Bowl. Ninety-seven. The only Super yep. Bowl I attended was the two thousand one with the Patriots and the Rams. In the Super I will Bowl. always regret not attending the Super Bowl, the Saints one, which I know Dave attended. Yeah. I would have gone if we'd have won the ticket lottery. I'd have bought them. Oh, well, yeah. Hopefully the Saints can go this year. And I, and I went to the Ravens-Niners yeah. Super Bowl. Team. It'll, it'll be. Oh, did this. you? Yeah. 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 Well, Wait, that was the one where the power cut out, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. I was there. Were you Were you nervous that was like a terrorist attack? <laughs> um, when it first happened, I was like, wait a minute. Like, what the fuck is this? What's going on? <laughs> um. And, 
And I just, I was, you know, you, you run through situations, you're like, okay, everybody's got to remain calm. Like we can't have people like freaking out here. But, um, but obviously this is the day and age of smartphones. So, I mean, I was obviously the first thing I did was check the internet to see what people were saying about it. Um, and nobody was saying anything about a terrorist attack. So I was like, okay, it's, everybody be cool. It's cool. It, it was very, it was. Dave cut out. Of course he did. So was that a baby or a cat? That was a baby. Oh, cool. So um, we don't have <laughs> new game on the podcast. New... Baby or cat? Baby or cat? Baby. Or... <laughs> uh, baby. Uh... I like that. Um, so uh, we only have a couple of questions. Let's see. Uh, right. Uh, did the Saints just sign the Canadian Scott Shanley? Yes, they did. Um. Manadula asks, so Trump, so political uh, comparison. So Trump is Brandon Browner, huge promises, but nothing when it comes to Showtime. Uh, would would Ted Cruz? Uh, I, 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 no, I would I would say that that's uh, Jarris Bird. No, I would say, I would say Jarris Bird is either Jeb Bush or Junior Gallette is Jeb Bush. Just a ton of money, <laughs> just set on fire. Because Jeb Bush is spending about – for all you political nerds out there, you know he's spending like two, $300 million and dude is polling at like 2%. I mean that's well, – Well, Trump is actually – Brandon Browner is actually a good uh, Trump comparison because it's all bark and no bite, right? Yeah. It's kind of – I mean kind of – especially if, if Trump bombs in New Hampshire, right? You know? Although Trump could be, kind of be C.J. Spiller – because you had you had real, not so much that you had these high expectations that he would do well, and he just keeps disappointing you over and over again, or not not. Who not has the, high expectations for Trump? Well, I mean, oh, you have oh. high people have high expectations. Not not that they like him, but that they think he'll you you. They expect him to maybe win Iowa. They expect him to like crush people in New Hampshire. Like there's an expectation that he'll win. Not that they'll like him. So like if he doesn't if he doesn't win New Hampshire, it'll be a surprise. And mm-hmm. people be like, I didn't see that coming. Like, C.J. Spiller was kind of like that. It's like, we all thought he was going to be good, and he was kind yeah. of a trash heap. And we're like, ah, we didn't see him being a total fucking bust. Okay, I, not I, that I buy you, that. Not that you in like or endorse Trump or whatever. It's just, uh, I think that, um, so that's the, that's the, that's like one of the only questions we have. I did a poor job of, of asking the questions late. Um, so, I guess before the, the, uh, one last thing. Let me see if we have any more. Uh, nope, that's it. That's it. That's it for the questions. So, we, where's we, Nola Fredo? Where's, yeah, uh, they're all. Where's they're, Dylan Sir Gumbo? Let us down, man. They're all. Uh, they're all out. Per, they're all out, uh, watching parades. There's no parades today. What? They don't start till tomorrow. Nick's. Oh. Well, Nick's is tomorrow. So there's no excuses really. So no, anyway, everybody no enjoy excuses. enjoy the Super Bowl. Uh, please donate to the podcast. We need to raise some money, uh, especially for Kevin, so he can find him a male or a bride. Uh, so go to Saints. Wait, was that a baby or a cat? That's a baby. So go to <laughs> go to Saints Nation. Go to Saints Nation. Andrew's got season reviews, uh, top plays, all kinds of fun stuff. Mock drafts, seven rounds. Go to Canal Street Chronicles. Dave's got uh, prop bets and 
I have a crying baby that I need to attend to. So uh, until next I guess, week. I guess dead baby jokes are off the table now. Yeah. Until next week, the bar is closed. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.